ओम ज्ञान has no continued existence it's an axiomatic statement and na bhavo vidyate sataha that which is real or permanent that never comes into existence it always exists nor does it have any destruction so asat here is used in the sense of temporary so the asat sanya ಪಾತ್ಯ similar it's interesting apatya word for children and then kalatra is a word for wife there are so many words in sanskrit for wife so here the word is being used kalatra and adishu everything which expands from this another word for wife is stri which gives the indication that which makes vistar that which increases the material condition so that is suggested later in the bhagavata by rishabdev when he says that from the stri pum male and female attraction ato griha kshetra sutapta vitaya then there expands when there is a wife then you need a home 
You need some land. Previously, home didn't mean sitting on the 23rd story of a high-rise building in some little pigeonhole. But home meant there was some house and at least some little land. At least you would grow your own vegetables. Everyone, even in the Western countries, everyone would grow their own vegetables, at least their own vegetables, daily requirement. And flowers, because everyone required, everyone required flowers for puja. Now we get flowers from the market, they're already old, they're already unusable. Even when we, we don't have fresh flowers. So, ato griha kshetra suta, suta means son, and suta means daughters. And uh, after means kutumba, sutamita ramani samaj, society, friendship and love. Means our extended family. Family also, when we say family. Nowadays family means hamdo hamare do. Or hamdo hamare ek. But previously family meant so many. Mama, mommy, kaka, kaki, and so many. So many different words. I don't even know them all. You know them all. For the Western mind, it's difficult to accommodate all these, all these different terms. So, and then, uh, society, uh, friends, status, position, so many things. And vita, money, very important. Money is sweeter than honey. In materialistic life, it's considered. So, Janasya Moho Yamahamma Meti. These increase the illusion. All these different attachments. We think that I am secure in this position. Just like we often hear the term that, or you'll see in the marriage advertisement, well settled. Well settled. That means you're well Settled in a hole, caught up, tied up. Of course, you become fully well settled when you get a wife, and then you're completely settled. So, I mean, well settled. So, you're settled in your position. So, you think, now I'm well settled. I have my asat sainya. I have all my fallible soldiers to protect me. I have my wife, my home, my job, my career, my degree. My bank balance, my dog, all these, all the necessary accruements of modern life. You have a microwave oven to give, to make sure you get cancer and so many different modern facilities. So these are, these are considered well settled. But no, this is the illusion. You are thinking now I am well settled. But, Death will come and kick you out. You can't use, bring my, you see, I have a PhD degree. So don't kill me, death. Or, as Prabhupada gave that example many times, there was one acquaintance of his in Allahabad. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. 
Is this hope against hope? No. Okay. There was one acquaintance of his in Allahabad, because Prabhupada is in the pharmaceutical line. So he used to know about all the rogies, all the sick people. So he was begging the doctor, you please give me four years more life. I have so many plans I have to complete. But that term is there, cruel death. There's a saying, time and tide wait for no man. So also death. If you say that, I just have so many different plans I want to complete. Please extend my life. The doctor said, that is not possible. So this is the illusion. Asat Sanya. We think we shall be protected. But there is no protection. People, this has been discussed in the previous verse, they are persons who are devoid of Atma Tattva. They spend their lives, that is described in the previous verse, Nidraya Ahriyatainatam Vyavayana Chavavaya. At night time, they are either sleeping or engaging in sexual activities. And Diva Charthehayarajan Kutumba Bharanenava. And daytime, working very hard to support the family members. And they think that by doing so, I shall remain well settled and everything will be alright. But they, because they are devoid of Atma Tattva, they do, they do not see inevitable death. They do not see, they see, here it is mentioned, Pashanapi, they see but still. Pashan api napashati. They don't see. Because they are pramattaha. Tesham pramata. Here Prabhupada is translated pramata as being too much attached. Although the literal meaning is mad. Insane. Nunam pramata kurute rikarma. Yad indriya pritya apenoti nasadhumanye yata atmanoyam asanna pipleshada asadeha. Vishabdev uses the same words that certainly people are mad who perform sinful activities for the sake of sense enjoyment. They do not, again the same thing, they do not see that they will have to get another body because of their sinful activities they will have to get another body to suffer as they are suffering now. The same word, asat. They are engaged in asat activities. Asat means also that which is not pertaining to the soul. So pramataha literally means insane here Prabhupada has translated as being too attached because the two things are the same. One who is too much attached to his bodily situation is certainly insane. That is discussed in the Gita also. All these things go, they, they go together. These six symptoms of material condition Kam, Krod, Lob, Moha, Mada, Matsarya they all go together. Lust, anger, greed, envy, illusion, madness, 
They all go together. One follows the other. That is why growth, anger, is described as Kamanuja, the younger brother of Kam. Because after lust comes anger, it follows, and therefore it's sometimes poetically described as Kamanuja. So all these, th- they come together. At first, by meditating on the sense objects, one develops attachment. So from attachment, the desire to enjoy, one thinks of the sense objects, then he desires to enjoy them. And kamat then from the desire to enjoy, anger naturally comes because either one, either one's sensual desire is fulfilled, but he still remains unsatisfied. Therefore, he becomes frustrated, or his desire is not fulfilled. So either way, he becomes frustrated. So krodhad bhavati sammoha, but when from anger one is bewildered, that we can see practically. That when someone is angry, he forgets everything. He may kill his family members. He may do something which he wouldn't normally do. Because moha, that means that which covers the intelligence. Some moha. That's why we see, just like Prabhupada, sometimes he would become angry. But that is transcendental anger. He would not become bewildered. He wouldn't lose his intelligence. Rather, the anger was a manifestation of his intelligence to correct his unintelligent disciples. So, krodhat bhavati sammohat, sammohat smriti vibramaha. When we lose our power of discrimination, smriti brahmshat buddhi then intelligence is lost. And buddhi nashat pranashyati, then our whole situation is spoiled. So, this uh, asakti, attachment, material attachment and uh, insanity it's they're practically synonymous they all go together to be too much materially attached is insane that's why Prabhupada he uh, is that here he, he refers to the insanely attached householders Somewhere. I believe it's somewhere in this section. He refers to insane. It's insane. We, we're attached to our home. Sometimes we see, uh, it's quite often we see that someone, he comes home after the, the child has been away at college for a long time and he comes home and, and the mother starts crying and they all start crying and because they're insanely attached. Prabhupada gave the example that so many children are walking in the street, but you feel attachment. This is my child. If someone else's child gets run over by a car, then if your own child gets run over, then oh, ah. Because you're attached, even though Qualitatively, the atma in the body of the child, it, it 
it's the same in everyone, but you feel attached because this is my child, we're thinking. So by illusion, we, we take this to be reality. This is my wife, this is my child, this is my home, this is my country, this is my job, this is my identification. I'm PhD, Brahmin, CEO, so many identifications we put on ourselves. But our real identification is Atma, servant of Krishna. But forgetting that, we identify with the body and everything in relationship with the body. And therefore we suffer repeated birth and death. It's very simple to understand. But material attachment is very, very deep and strong, very difficult to overcome. It's relatively easy to speak about it. Most people don't even like to speak about it. Even most so-called devotees, they don't even like to speak about it. They say, oh yes, yes, we know this. Let's talk about Gopi Lila. But uh, they're trying to talk about the highest spiritual platform, but actually to come up and off the material platform, we're practically seeing it's not very easy. Unless there is Tivrena Bhakti Yogena Yajeta Purushang Param. Unless there is very strongly practiced devotional service, it's very difficult to get free from material attachments. That's why we see sometimes devotees, even after many years of practicing Krishna consciousness, that they fall down or they don't appear to be making much progress. Why is that? Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur gave the example, well-known story of the wedding party, where they went in a boat at night, supposed to be traveling by boat. In Bengal it's very common to go, especially in East Bengal, there are so many rivers. So people go here and there by boat. So they were traveling at night because it's hot in the day. So they just at sunset, they got into the boat. The family got into the big boat and in the morning they were supposed to reach. So they all went to sleep and in the morning they they, w they woke up and they saw the sun is rising and they're in the same place. How is that? I've been, boatman said, I've been rowing all night. Oh, I forgot to take up the rope. We're still tied to the shore. So in the same way, if we are tied up by the desire for sense gratification, if we don't lift that up, then we may go through the motions of devotional service. We may be having Shravanam Kirtanam. But the heart will not become purified unless we have a very strong motive to become purified. Therefore, it is required that we practice Krishna consciousness very strongly, very seriously. A half-hearted effort won't help us. Just like the airplane goes up in the sky but it has to get sufficient speed, otherwise it won't go up. Otherwise it can just go round and round on the runway. 
It's moving, but it's not going anywhere. So in the same way, we have to practice Krishna consciousness very strongly. Strongly means with the desire to be free from these material attachments. Otherwise, we may practice Krishna consciousness, but we won't get enough taught to go up and out of the material atmosphere. In this regard, there's one story which I heard related many years ago. It must have been late 1970s or early 1980s by Bhakti Charu Maharaj. Now, I haven't seen this in any Shastra, but it's a very interesting story and I'll therefore relate it as it is. It's uh, relevant in this regard that Narad Muni was once visiting Lord Narayan in Vaikuntha. And he said, Narad Muni said to Narayan that, You see, there are so many of your devotees on earth. They're worshipping you very seriously. So why don't you bring them to you? They're praying to you. Give me moksha. Let me come to your lotus feet. So why don't you bring them? You have stated in Bhagavad Gita that you are the swift deliverer from the ocean of birth and death of your devotees. So Lord Narayan said, I'm delivering them, whoever wants to come, but most of them don't actually want to come. So Narad Muni said, I can't believe this. You see, there are so many devotees praying very sincerely. So Lord Narayan said to Narad Muni, then, all right, you go and bring any one of them. You, you see anyone and you ask them to come immediately. Narad Muni said, very good, I'll clear the whole world out. There's so many praying to Lord, you see. You go to Tirupati, people are calling out, Govinda, Govinda. So many people are going to the temple, you see. Praying very sincerely. So Narad Muni came and he found one man every morning, he's doing puja, three hours, ringing the bell, chanting shlokas and Vishnu Sahasranam. And he's praying out to the Lord, He Bhagavan, deliver me from this maya. Take me to your lotus feet, ringing the bell. So Narad Muni appeared. Oh, Narad Muni, you've come, how wonderful. Narad Muni said, yes, I've come to fulfill your desire. I just came from Lord Narayana and he's listened to your prayer and he's ready to deliver you. So come with me and we'll go to Lord Narayana. He said, oh, how wonderful. But you know what? My son's got his exam coming up. I'm tutoring him. I have to help him get through his exam. So, you know, I have a few responsibilities. So, you're so kind and merciful. You've come to deliver me, but you know, just let me help my son pass his exam. Okay. 
I'll come back after a little time. So then again, after some time, he came back and then the man's ringing his bell. Oh Lord Narayana, you're so merciful. Please deliver me from this Maya. And Nard Muni said to him, said, okay, now, now I've come to deliver you. He said, you know what? Now my son's got his marriage just coming up. See, it would be, you know, everyone would be very disappointed if I died right now. So, you know, it's not auspicious right now. So, let me, let my son just get his marriage over. And then, after some time, I'll come with you. So again, now Rooney went away. He came back after some time. And he saw, he's praying, Oh Lord, deliver me from this Maya. And there's a little baby there also. And he's saying, Goo, 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 ga, 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 ga. Oh Lord, deliver me from this Maya. Now Rooney said, came and said, Hey, you're really in Maya. Your son had a baby, right? You're really attached to him. He said, Yes. Let me train him up as a good Vaishnava. <laughs> then I'll come with you later. So he came back a little time. Of course, Narad Muni is a busy sannyasi, so by the time he came back, he found that his father was no longer doing the puja. His son was doing the puja. He said, what happened to your father? Well, you know, he passed away. So Narad Muni looked around. He saw there's uh, one dog there with some little puppies and he, by his spiritual vision he recognized that one of the puppies it was the previous devotee he said look you know, now you're really in mind you've really gone in a bad position he said no but you see I'd like to I, I'll go with you but you see still the babies are young and now I'm a dog, so I can help protect them. There are many snakes here. So let me protect. You say, I have some family duties also. I want to be liberated, but let me just finish my family duties. So next time he came back and he found him as a cockroach in the outhouse. He said, well, let me deliver you now. He said, well, if I don't eat this stool and all the people will get sick. So then he went back to Narad Muni. Or do we want Maya? You can't have both. Actually, to some extent, you can. It's called the... In the Grihastha Ashram, there is some license for sense gratification. But license means under restriction, for the sake of purification. License doesn't mean it's in unlimitedly stretchable elastic band. You can stretch it. You have a driving license. Driving license means that you're authorized to drive. That doesn't mean you're allowed to drive at 90 kilometers an hour on the wrong side of the road through the busy section of the bazaar where there's so many people walking on the road. License means that you're allowed to drive under certain rules and regulations because you're considered responsible to do so. But, intrinsically, the desire for sense gratification, it is opposite to that for 
self-realization. Therefore, even in family life, although there is a small license for sense gratification, actually, the family life must be centered on Krishna and Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, it's just hell. Family life without Krishna in the center is uh, not only is it hellish, but it causes repeated hellish birth and death. So, we should hear this. It's very important to hear. If we don't hear, we'll be hearing Gopi Leela and thinking, oh yes, that's just like me and my wife. We'll misunderstand. We'll take Krishna to be an ordinary person. Therefore, we should. Therefore, the next verse, the conclusion of this powerful introduction by Shukadeva Goswami. He came in, we heard the expression, in like a needle and out like a plow. But Shukadeva Goswami comes in like a plow and continues like a plow all the way, destroying all the material desires, uprooting the material. Plow means that you prepare the land for sowing the seeds. That's why we say Balaram, he helps us in becoming, he gives us spiritual strength. Achuta Balaram, Krishna and Balaram. So Krishna has the, Balaram has the plow as the weapon, Haladha, Halayudha. So the plow that clears the land, takes up all the weeds and makes it suitable for uh, cultivation. Similarly, Balaram, he is the original Guru. Guru is supposed to represent Balaram. We get strength from Balaram and he also removes the bad things so that we can properly cultivate Krishna consciousness. We cannot properly cultivate Krishna consciousness if we are uh, harboring within our hearts lust, greed, anger, material attachments, all these things. So Shukadeva Goswami, he didn't flatter Parikshit Maharaj. He spoke the truth that these material attachments have to be given up. Then, we can probably come to the point which we will be described in the next verse. Tasma Bharata Sarvatma Bhagavan Ishvarodhi Shrotavya Kirtitavyascha Smartavya Chechatavayam Therefore, this is tomorrow's verse which we shall discuss tomorrow. Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? Family life means attachment. Yet, spiritual life means to be detached from material enjoyment. Therefore, in family life, one should regularly hear, especially from those who are detached. If a householder is reluctant to hear 
such topics, then he has no hope for purification. Householder, that's why the Vedic system is the Varnashram system, sannyasis. That's, uh, what's that? Nanda Maharaj says to Gargamuni when he comes to his home. Griheshu Dina Chaitasa, you have come to uplift us who are in family life and have fallen or of very low consciousness. So that, that also Shukadev Goswami had said, Samsarenam Karunaya is very merciful to the sansaris. So that is the duty of the sannyasis to move among the householders and uplift them. And that is why the uh, also one reason the householders they're supposed to be very respectful to the sannyasis. Respectful means they have to listen to what they say and sannyasi should not flatter the family members. Rather, he should speak the truth which they have to hear. Otherwise, without hearing that, how is one to become detached? Therefore, the system is that in householder life, one hears, and then he also gradually becomes detached by taking up vana prastalam. Or even in family life, one should practice detachment. You should follow rules and regulations, and then certain brothers like Ekadashi Vrata, Chaturmasya Vrata, they are also followed by sannyasis, but they're, in many ways they are more important for the grihastas, who can therefore practice some detachment. Without that then, family life is simply a pathway to hell. Therefore we find that traditionally that householders, they, they were that was the Varnashram system. They were very pious and family life means you get up in the morning and you do your puja and in the evening also you do puja or you hear. So that was there. But also listening, hearing from and associating with detached sannyasis, that is required. Otherwise you may be doing your puja but remaining attached. Sannyasi also, if he's not properly cultivating sannyas life, he may be also cultivating attachment to my home. My means my. This is my bhajan kuti. Prabhupada mentions that a sannyasi may be attached to the few things he has, but he said that Prabhupada wrote that. But that attachment is not as strong as is not as binding as that in material life. Sorry, not as binding as that of householders. Hare Krishna, Srimad Bhagavatam Kijai, Srila Bhupada Kijai.